Thanks for listening to the Woodward Podcast Network. Check out more shows by searching for us on Spreaker or wherever you catch your podcasts. The Woodward Podcast Network with Krupka Dental Associates. Hello, this is Dr. John Krupka from Krupka Dental. We now have the Saleo Laser. You can have your fillings done without needles nor drills. We are a full-service dental office and always accepting new patients. To learn more about me and my friendly team, visit KrupkaDental.com. Here's Chucky Hepburn at the top, throwing to Crowell, left side. He'll take the three, book it. Steven Crowell, big fella, with another long ball, and it's a five-point lead for Wisconsin. Live from the Fast Sign Studio. Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends. We're so glad you could attend. Come inside, come inside. It's the show with Leo and Balky. I think I can sum up the show for you with one word. Nothing. By some divine miracle, we were paired up. He got that idiot at the copy shop to lie for it. Did you just call me a freak? Do you have anything else? How about a fresca? For God's sake, just give me the damn number! Lighten up, Francis. Call now at 920-281-1570 or 866-653-1570 if you want to join the program. And I'll tell you something else. This is the show, and we're not going to change it. And now, ladies and gentlemen, let's do this thing. Here they are. It's Leo and Balky. Yeah, here we are. Leo and Balky, your co-host for the show. And this is all made possible by Fast Signs of Appleton. Get yourself a new sign, a vehicle wrap, in-store graphics. Make your statement. <laughs> and I'm funny you brought that up. We're going to the green and gold game with uh, the owner of Fast Signs on Sunday. I gotta give myself one of one of these. For yeah, that. do it that right now. <laughs> but it, it made that pop into my head. Did you see right. me jump? I even jumped at that. You did. You're like, oh no. Yeah. Better yeah. fix this now. Not a problem. Make your statement with the help of Fast Signs Appleton. Cease Electronics Talk at Deck Studio Line nine two zero two eight one fifteen seventy eight six six. 653-1570. You can still email the show at the score's email inbox at the score wi.com and click on email the studio. Our second hour menu made possible by Tanner's Grill and Bar in Kimberly. Looking for some midweek momentum? They've got pasta and wings on special all day long with glasses of wine for a buck off, a dollar off, a buck off, if you will. And I will. All right. And Milwaukee. Segwaying into that, tips off. And what are they called? I can't say it in this commercial. You said Milwaukee. That's fine. Right. They tip off at six against Indiana, and they'll be offering the Michelob Ultra Specials. Happy hour going on right now, two to five. Tanner's Grill and Bar, 730 South Railroad Street in Kimberly. Bulky and I will be there twice on Sunday. Firefighters battling a fire at the home of Dolphin star wide receiver Tyreek Hill currently. Hmm. Interesting. Do you not care about the family? I do. Of course I do. Hopefully. Well, they're out of the house. I hope everyone's safe. The, every, the, all, the, the people are, all the people are safe. I don't know about everything inside the, the okay. home. Okay. So coming up here in hour two, uh, some Bucky banter. Badgers atop the Big Ten, 1265 today. We're going to touch on Ken Bowman, former Packers center. Of course, uh, I don't know if you read the uh, article up on the Journal Sentinel today. Sure did not. Oh. He never really was mentioned uh, for his block that he made in the ice bowl. It's all Jerry Kramer, nothing to do with Ken Bowman, and I think he was a little put out by it. Really? Yeah. You might want to glance at it on break. Well, I read uh, I read the Packers.com article where they referenced that. 
kind of the same thing, I'm sure. Well, I didn't know he was ticked. I don't know if he was ticked. I, I just would say, like, well, you know, I mean, because I think they told him, in, in, like, in the the post-game press conference, because um, Jerry Kramer was was getting all the glory. I don't know if you've ever seen clips of that. He was a Vince Lombardi. He's like, Jerry, what a block! And and I guess they kind of just told Bowman, you're you're a young guy. You'll have your chances. Let the, let the old guy have his glory today. And he was he was just like, oh, all right. And he and he just never got ever mentioned for anything he did. But it's it's up on the Journal Sentinel if you guys want to take a look at it. And uh, right now though, our score poll. Shall we dive into that? Yesterday's score poll. What did you think about the Badgers' performance against LSU in the ReliQuest Bowl? Which, by the way, breaking news brought to you by Northside and Kruger Street Valley Hardware. Ooh. Brian Kelly has fired most of his defensive oh. staff today. Interesting. <laughs> I thought you were going to say he was fired. No, no, he was not fired. It, they would pay just him because a of that boatload if they wanted to giving get out up of that thirty-one contract. points to Wisconsin. Tanner Mordecai and Will Pauling. Yeah, I guess that's what did it. Hmm. Um, the uh, choice that you chose is the one that won the poll. Fifty-four percent of the score squad said pretty good, mostly. Uh, 17% each said very impressive uh, impressive versus the 13th ranked team in the country. And 17% said they should have made more plays. 13% called it a total all-around failure. Sometimes I think it's just trolls doing that, but whatever. Probably fudge. today. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Today's score poll, I want to get into those texts too. Yeah, absolutely. I can't wait to get to them. Today's score poll, fill in the blank. If Jordan Love and blank have big games, the Packers will beat the Chicago Bears. Your choices are Rashawn Gary, Aaron Jones, Quay Walker, or Christian Watson. Leo? I'm going to go with what Peter said on this. Uh, Jordan Love plays well. We saw what Aaron Jones did to help Jordan Love play better last week. That one-two punch, you put 33 up on, on Sunday. I think you're uh, you're going to the playoffs. But I, I would like to see Rashawn Gary continue. I know he's been putting more pressure on the quarterback, but uh, his role this week needs to get a little bit bigger on defense, but I'm going to go with Aaron Jones. I think that that makes sense. We've said for years, the Packers offense goes as Aaron Jones goes. I'm going to take an unpopular opinion here, and I'm going to say Quay Walker. If you tell me that Jordan Love and Quay Walker have both big games, to me that suggests that Packers offense did well, and if Walker, who I think is going to be in charge of maybe not spying Justin Fields, but making sure he doesn't go crazy, if he has a big game, then that probably means the Packers' defense did all right against that Bears' offense. How about him getting a sack this past week? That that was good, too. And a great move, too, to get that sack on the offensive lineman. It's like, what are you waiting for? Let Unleash this guy. Unleash the fury! I wonder if I have that clip. Remember oh, that? Oh, yeah. Yes, you do. All right, while he looks that up, I'm going to uh, also look up all these uh, text messages that have been piling up in the Cease Electronics Talk and Text Studio line from our good friend Fudge. Oh, wait, hold on. I think I got it. I think I got it. So, Quay Walker? Yeah. Unleash the fury, Mitch. <laughs> Unleash the fury. Oh, he did too. That's not that. That's the, that's the uh, short one where he doesn't go crazy. Hold yeah. on. That's not going to get the team fired up, no, Eric. No, it's not. But what would get the team fired up? Unleash the fury! <laughs> That'll get you, you fired go. up right there, yeah. Uh, send that to Quay Walker. You remember who said that? No. Tom Green. Oh, Tom Remember Tom Green? Green? Yeah. Tom Green, like famous for his, obviously, his MTV talk show. But 
was in a few movies in the early 2000s, including Road Trip, which I just watched again the, when I was <laughs> sick the other day. God, I love that movie. That is so, so enjoyable. Paula Costanzo, Sean William Scott, Brecken Meyer, uh, Andy Dick is in that. Fred Ward. Remember Fred Ward? Escape from Alcatraz. Big, big time actor. Fred Ward. Way, way back in the 60s, 70s, 80s. Fred yeah, Ward is in it. I know that name. Um Oh, who else is uh, is in, uh, um, I think, Jessica Caulfield, uh, Amy Smart, uh, Todd Phillips, the director. He had a cameo uh, in it as well. Um, yeah, it was, it's uh, it's a great, great flick. I love it. Oh, great stuff. All, All right, right. So let's get to these text so, messages. So, um, so just real quick to update everybody on the poll. Aaron Jones is winning right now. Okay. 56% of the score squad believe it's Aaron Jones and Jordan Love. If they have big games, Packers are beating the Bears, which to me, that means they could still lose 37-34 with the Joe Barry defense. Uh, 26% are saying Rashawn Gary. 11% say Christian Watson. And just 7% saying Quay Walker. That is your score poll. Get out there and manipulate the vote. X.com slash the score WI or the score WI.com. Sure hope we see Christian Watson on the field. That'd be nice. Yeah. All right. To our... Cease Electronics Talk at Tech Studio Line. We have a couple of texts okay. that have come in, several from uh, Fudge. He said, first of all, I love being the show's number one Jordan Love hater. Uh, he follows. He, fo- <laughs> he follows up with trade love before his sophomore, junior, and senior slump. Jeez. And then I said, I responded with, well, name all the QBs better than him in the NFC. Oh, God. He goes, he's, he's easily in the bottom eight in the league. His accuracy downfield sucks. Him and Marty using that same word all the time. He has missed a ton of open receivers. His stats look better than reality because he has a very good receiving core, making diving catches, amazing catches when his passes are way Wait, 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 hold on. What about the first part of the season when their receiving core couldn't catch a, a cold? Exactly. I mean, that, that was when Love looked the worst. He goes, he's a good game manager, backup QB, not a difference maker. I'm also not I'm also not impressed with him as a team leader. I, I don't think he has what it takes. Stats are everything. And then he followed up with that. Love wins the offensive player of the week because he played a high school team from Minnesota, not deserved. The fifth ranked team in the NFL, defense in the NFL gets DVOA. Oh fudge. fudge. Come on, man. Come on. He's the number one Jordan Love hater. You should change his name to that. I just, you know, I I, I I mean, like, a lot of the things that he said, they were true of Aaron Rodgers in his first year, too. And and were we ready to move on from him? Thank God they didn't. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, way too early. Way too early to make that call. But if I remember- now, I will say, I will say, as far as his downfield accuracy goes, um, that, that, uh, that remains a work in progress. I think it's gotten better. I think it's almost inarguably gotten better. But it still remains a work in progress. That first pass to Jaden Reed, that was a laser. That thing was, and he threw that. I mean, what other backpedaling like, up up in the air, forty yards? It was all arm. You think about all these, some of these throws that he's been making over the last two months. Like, what other quarterbacks in the NFC are making those throws? Not many. That's why he's up there. And all the statistical and, categories. And, and stats aren't everything. I agree. Uh, yeah. and, and as far as this leadership stuff, I mean, who knows? He's like, a he's a low key guy. All, all I know is that all I mean, all his teammates, any chance they get, they're praising him. They're talking about how great he is. To me, like you don't have to be a loud leader. Aaron Rodgers was never a loud leader. No, 
I mean, you, you can you can lead by example too. <laughs> Cooney wants. I to love you, Fudge, but my God, do we disagree on this? Cooney checking in is Fudge really Marty Incognito? <laughs> <laughs> no, two separate entities. Dice shaking Lamar. Doug Heffernan didn't get credit for his big block either, and it ate him up. That's true. It ate him up inside. They, they, the the uh, <laughs> Joe Mayo. So it was the actor who played. I don't know what the actor's name was, but it was the actor who played Joe Mayo on Seinfeld, who was actually in a wheelchair who mistakenly was given credit for Heffernan's big block in the championship game. Oh, no. Yeah. And, uh, and, and Heffernan didn't, Doug didn't have the heart to say, you know, uh, this, I was actually the guy who made the block. <laughs> and then, of course, Spence knew the real story, but um, he, he didn't want to hang out with the job. It's a great episode of yeah. King of Queens. We'll leave it at that. That dice shaking Lamar always bringing yeah. levity to the program. It's true. Love it, man. Thank you. For is that, that it for the text? That is. That is. Uh, other than the the one from Terry that was wondering if we were going to talk about Ken Bowman, which we which you yeah, we I'm, are in I'm today's gonna, last segment. I'm, I'm going to kind of rely on you for that. Sure, not a because problem because that's more of your um, that's more of your era. Than, hey, if than, the fact checker's listening, maybe yeah, he has I'm a sure story he'll chime us. in. So, yeah, fact checker, if you're listening, uh, any Ken Bowman stuff you want to give us would be good. Not for this next segment, because we're talking Badgers next, right? We are. Bucky okay. Banter. Badgers, Badgers are top of the Big Ten. But tell us about this song before we get out. Yeah, it's Raymond McGinley's birthday, guitarist and vocalist from the Scottish alternative rock band Teenage Fan Club. Hmm. They've released more than a dozen albums. They went to number 31 in 1992 with this song called What You Do To Me. Happy birthday to Raymond McGinley, who is celebrating birthday. Teenage, teenage Fan Club. Lead vocalist and guitarist Raymond McGinley celebrating birthday number 60 today. We'll do a little Bucky banter when we come back to the show after this. Freeman Street poked away Hepburn. Now Klesman has it. Lead feed Chucky to the rim and tried to lob it off the glass. Stone catches and sends it down hard. Oh, yes, sir. Chucky to AJ. Audio courtesy, the Badgers Radio Network. Hey, Grand Funk father-in-law, experience the excitement of the latest Packers promotion at Scuba's Poros and Buzzes in Freedom. Indulge in complimentary domestic tap beer at the beginning of each remaining green and gold game until their opponent scores. Now, we heard from uh, Connor, formerly of the 920. He got he got six uh, Miller Lights in before the Vikings scored. Hopefully, they. what if they shut out the Bears? Oh Wouldn't goodness. that be something, Mel? Get over to Buzz's for no. a great time for the Green and Gold game. By the way, if you are looking, if you need a ride, they have the uh, Green and Gold bus going to Green Bay as well. Go to their Facebook page. All the details are up uh, up on their Facebook page, or you can just stop by and uh, talk to Baker in uh, downtown Freedom, Buzz's Sports Bar. So we're going to Bucky banter it up. The Wisconsin Badgers, 2-0 in the Big Ten. What are they ten and three overall now? Nice victory last night. I will say that that was. Uh, they, I don't like these six o'clock starts. 
I don't mind them. I'll be honest with you. It's always like every the crucial points of the game. I'm always trying to get my kids in bed, and I can never pay attention. You like the later game. I like the earlier game. That way, if they do end up losing a grinder, then I at least got a couple hours to come down from it. But uh, they, I slept well last night because the 21st ranked Badgers. Uh, I was kind of a the first half was a little bit. Uh, they, I wouldn't say they came out flat. They just looked a little rusty for like, what they were off for like ten days, weren't they? Ten or eleven days, I think. They yeah, had it was up. right around there. Yeah, and Guard even admitted that he said they looked a little rusty early, but then they they kind of took it to him in the in the second half, and that was uh, that was a fun game. It's a different team than what we saw last year. Um, that uh, how about that dunk? It's and then the sequence where um, they get the alley oop dunk and then they steal and then Hepburn gets the three point play the yeah. old fashioned way. AJ Store. Yeah, that was that was pretty cool. That really was. Um, and anytime you could beat Iowa, it's always good. It is good to beat them. And they're what zero three in the Big Ten now. I've got their work cut out for them. They did show their upcoming schedule. There, there's some winnable games. I, I, I don't look as them as a. They're certainly not the worst team in the Big Ten. I mean, they're they're still a really good team. They're eight and six overall. But um, boy, the, who's that beast they had inside that was taking it to Crowell and Wall, the freshman, the freshman beast. What was his name again? I want to say Connor Reeve, but that's my nickname for Cooper Pratt. <laughs> yes, for, for the um, for the, the Brewers. Uh man, is he a starter? Yeah, he had like twelve points, ten points, or twelve points in the first half yesterday. Well, they have a, a Freeman, a Sanfort. Maybe he wasn't a starter then. Perkins, McCaffrey, Creaky or something like that? No, it wasn't Creaky. That's that's somebody else. Bowen, Harding, Dix. No, hold on. I'm going to find it here. I think it's Freeman. Owen Freeman, yeah. Owen Freeman. 6'10", 230-pound freshman from Moline, Illinois. Number 32 in your programs. Number one in your hearts if you're an <laughs> Iowa Hawkeyes fan. <laughs> that dude last night, 7-9 from the field, 14 points, 13 rebounds. Three blocks. How tall is he? 6'10". He's 6'10". Yeah. So, so he- I was looking at him, and I was seeing him, you know, go up against uh, Nolan Winter in, you know, later in the game, and I'm like, God, there's the future of this rivalry. Badgers and Hawkeyes is going to be decided by Winter versus Freeman on the inside. In, in the next few years. Most definitely. How many McCaffrey brothers are there? I'm starting to think they're grandkids at this point. <laughs> I mean, it's just insane. Man. How many? How many? Because play- Fran is no spring chicken. I mean, that guy's like, he must have just had kids old. Maybe. Kind of like you. You uh, you started a little later, you and Fran. That. I mean, I was in, I was, I'm trying to think how old I was when I had my first kid. I was uh, 33. 33. Thirty-three, yeah. Well, that's a little later than most, I guess. Um, I'm look. I'm trying to find Fran, info on Fran McCaffrey. So he is um, sixty-four years old. Fran McCaffrey, sixty-four, and he has. If I, if I find it here, um, they have four kids: Connor, Patrick, and Jonathan, and then a daughter, Merritt. Um, McCaffrey's wife, Margaret, was actually a standout women's basketball player from St. Paul and played at the University of Notre Dame. Mm. Did not know that. I did not know that either. Um, let's see. Um, 
Connor plays for Iowa. Patrick obviously plays for Iowa, right? Yes. And then, uh, yeah, Patrick is. He had five points last night, 0 for 4 from 3. Thank so you. if, if, if Pat, okay, hold on. Patrick was born in 2000. So how old would McCaffrey have been in 2040? So, okay, so older than me, but still, I mean, having. He said he's 64. 64, yeah. So he's born in 58. 59. 59. He hasn't had his birthday yet this year. Okay. Okay. Because it's January 3rd. Okay. <laughs> um, boy, the picture on Wikipedia, you can't believe how how golden his hair is and how thin he looks. Coaching has taken a toll on How long has he Brandon been McCaffrey. the head coach at? Iowa? Iowa. Since 2010. Did he take over for uh, Dr. Boss? Was that his name? Dr. Boss. Not Dr. Boss. Um, he was a doctor. God, what was that? Uh, Todd Licklider was the guy who was the head coach for okay. Iowa. Prior and prior to that. to that, he was a doctor. Okay. I can... um, he replaced Steve Alford. Todd Licklider did. That's right. Alford was at Iowa for a cup of coffee before he went back to Indiana. Right. Now, Alford. G- um, Jerry. No, not Jerry. Buss. Jerry Buss is the Lakers That's the guy. Lakers. Yeah. I got that stuck in my head for some odd reason. We'll just bring up the history of Iowa coaching. I know they had um, they had a really good coach in the seventies and eighties. Ooh, Lute Olson. He was Lute Olson. Right, right. Um, Lute Olson was actually who was after Lute Olson. That's the guy. Okay, I'm I got it. How, how do I? Okay, here we go. So McCaffrey, Licklider, Alford. Oh, I know who you're. Yeah, it's Doctor Tom Davis. Doctor Tom Davis. That he was there before Alford. Yes. And then George Raveling was there prior oh, yeah, to Tom Ravling. Davis and then Lute Olson. And Hop just chimed in. Tom Davis. Tom Davis. There you go. Thanks, Hop. Hop is Johnny on the spot with a lot of Hop should stuff. just be with us in the studio. You can be our how about our spotter. Yeah. Well, we we can't pay you. Um, but you can hang out with us. <laughs> sure. So so I don't know. He'd probably he'd probably be like, Well, that that's you can't afford like you not only can you not afford my services, you can't afford me being forced to be cooped up with you in a studio for Corey, two hours. Corey Stuckey, Jerome Bettis. What? Jerome Bettis, yeah. What? Um balanced attack for the Badgers last night. Four players with at least fourteen points, but none higher than nineteen. And Tyler Wall, free throw Maven. Love it. Eleven to thirteen from the line. This is a guy that could not hit the broadside of the barn for for a couple of years. Um, in the in the Big Ten, and now it looks like it's a strength of his. Uh, Badgers are the best free throw shooting team in the Big Ten right now. AJ Store was awesome, boy. AJ Store, the element that he brings to the game is is uh, is really really letting this Badgers offense loose. Uh, Connor Asijan, watch one rebound in zero, and that was the last play of the game. There. Yeah, so he basically just got in right at the end, and and that was it. He is playing significantly behind the starters, obviously, Crowell, Wall, Store, Klesmet, Hepburn, but also Nolan Winter, Carter Gilmore, John Blackwell, and Kamari McGee. Guard did say that he is improving in practice. It's all about his defense. Right. If he improves his defense, he'll be on the guard. And I'll tell you this, they're going to need him because there's going to be a game where somebody's going to have to shoot him back into one, and he's the guy to do it. Yeah, it's true. That's that's very true. Um the uh, Big Ten standings right now, Illinois, Indiana, and Wisconsin all tied for the top spot at 2-0. Badgers, as you pointed out, 10-3 and overall. Let's keep doing it, Bucky. One more time. Well, more than one more time, but we will have one more segment on the show today. You know who this is? Uh, this is um, 
I always thought this was Cher, but it's not. It's Cher. not Cher. No, definitely it's, not. It's like a electronic. Yes. Band. Yep. Well, it's not Daft Punk. Is it, it is Daft Punk. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I knew you'd get it. I knew you'd figure well, it out. Well, because I, I kind of dig a few of their songs. Leo was right. Leo was one hundred percent right. Happy birthday. Little get lucky to this. Yep, absolutely. Um, happy birthday to this, uh, the French guy, or one of the French guys. Is it French guy? Well, it's a French duo. Okay. And I'm going to butcher his name here. Thomas Bangalot, Bangalter? Bangalter? No, no idea. I'm going to say Thomas Bangalter, uh, celebrating his 40, 49th birthday today. Um, one half of the duo Daft Punk. <laughs> He's an electronic musician. They went to number five in 1997 with Around the World. They've remixed Gabrielle and the Chemical Brothers. The number one hit in 2013 was Get Lucky featuring Pharrell Williams. This is one more time as we're celebrating a Badgers win, and we're celebrating one more segment to go on the show. Sterling Clark Law Firm traffic update from Grand Chute Police Department. Please avoid the area of North Blue Mound Drive between West College Avenue and West Highview Drive Jeez. in the town of Grand Chute. Okay. Traffic alert. That's not far from the fact checkers. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, college, not College Avenue is not where they're at, but Blue Mound Drive. Yeah. No right. kidding. Be careful over there. By folks. the way, I do have some text from the fact checker coming up. All right. We'll talk about Ken Bowman. On another. And why did Vince Lombardi job Ken Bowman? That's, why did that's he coming do that? up next. That's coming this up next. Hard hitting Packers uh, uh, talk on the show. We're talk. We're frying Vince Lombardi for not praising Ken Bowman enough. First Jordan Love and now Vince Lombardi. What next? Don't go anywhere. Is this uh, it's another? It, it's labeled as another twelve sixty five today. I know so. we're not going to do it. All right. It's just going to be a free for all. More green and gold after this. Come on, all right, we're going to celebrate one more time. Thanks, Zach. Excellent selection and low prices on top quality used vehicles. That's what you'll find this week at Gusman Chevrolet Buick GMC of Kokona. All of its GM certified pre-owned vehicles have been thoroughly safety inspected and are very affordably priced. Stop by and see for yourself. Gusman of Kokona, Highway 55, Interstate 41. A little audio diarrhea here. Oh, no. Just give me one second. Okay. Thought I had this squared away. One second, one second, and here we go. Don't have it squared away yet. All right, not yet. We could just bring it in without music, nope. I guess. No, nope. here we go. Wisconsin close with a steal. Ahead it goes to Hepburn. Chucky again. Oh, got it. Count it. And one. The joint is jumping. The lead is 10 for the home team. Audio courtesy of the Badgers Radio Network. Wow, what a show. Hey, we just had a Lemonhead's birthday last week, didn't we? We did. Fun stuff. Ken Bowman. Whose unsung efforts in Super Bowl One, the Ice Bowl, that was uh, that was December thirty first, nineteen sixty seven. New Year's Eve. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. It how was about cr- that? Think about how warm it was this year. It was almost forty, and it was thirteen below that year. But uh, Ken Bowman passed away at the age of eighty one, and from natural causes, according to his wife Roseanne. Roseanne Rosanna Dana. Yeah. 
undersized bulky. Think about this. He was 6'3", 230, playing center from 64 to 73 with Green Bay. He was from Wisconsin, too. You, they, they don't bring, he's a badger. In, he they was don't a badger. bring in Wisconsin players. Come on. Well, well, they had to back then, right? I guess so. I wonder, what round did he go in, I wonder? That would have been the... I bet he was uh, he was on that that Rose Bowl team that we were talking about with Ron Vanderkellen thrown for over 400 yards. I bet he was on that team. And then- uh, yeah, uh, 62 was his junior year. Badgers are Big Ten champs, and they played SC in the Rose Bowl that year. Some say one of the greatest Rose Bowls of all time. Before Others my- would agree. <laughs> well before my time, but uh, people have told me. But what about the odds maker? What Ken, you said- Ken Bowman, by the way, from Rock Island, Illinois. He was an eighth-round pick of the 64 draft. Okay. The center he succeeded for Green Bay? Uh, was it the man that was traded by Vince Lombardi to, uh, was it not? Was it Ringo? It was Ringo. A Hall of Famer, Jim Ringo. Jim Ringo, Ken yes. Bowman took over for him. All right, so uh, let's do this here. The fact checker hitting us up on the Cease Electronics talk and text line about Ken Bowman. Okay. Can't wait. Oh, sugar. Did I delete it? I might have accidentally deleted it. No, I got it. Idiot. Okay. <laughs> I remember the Ken Bowman situation as Leo remembers it. It looks like he may have been cheated out of some fame on that famous block in the Ice Bowl. Jerry Kramer may have gotten a little bit more of the credit for it than what was deserved. And, of course, Bowman was the guy in waiting when Jim Ringo and his agent demanded an increase in salary, and he was quickly traded to the... Philadelphia Eagles. Eagles, yeah. Bowman actually, his last year of professional football was in 1975 when he played with the Honolulu Hawaiians of the World Football League. I did not know that. How about that? Inducted into the Packers Hall of Fame in 1981. Um, Let's see. What else can I tell you about Ken Bowman? He was one of the 15 plaintiffs in Mackey versus National Football League, in which Judge Earl R. Larson said that the Roselle rule was a violation of antitrust laws, December 30th, 1975. Bowman returned to Wisconsin in 1975 and practiced law. I was going to say, he was an attorney. He and his wife moved out to Arizona in 1994, and in semi-retirement, he was the special magistrate Magistrate? Magistrate. <laughs> For the city of Tucson, the town of Oro Valley, and the town of Marana. He was also on the board of regents of Concordia University, Wisconsin. You know who else used to teach at the Concordia University, Wisconsin Extension? I do not. The fact checker. No way. Yeah, how about that? Wow. He passed away December 27th, 2023 at the age of 81. Can you share more of the Ken Bowman... Um, Getting job by Vince Lombardi here. All right. Well, so according to the article that I read this morning, obviously the most famous play in pro football history, the Bart Starr quarterback. That's the most famous play in pro football history? Well, one of the top of all time, if not the most famous. How about that? Okay. So uh, Packers were down 17-14. They basically had... Time for one more play. It was only third down. Okay, we know what the play was. All right. I'm just talking about the fallout. From all right. So we all know uh, Jerry Kramer gets all the credit for uh, cut-blocking Jethro Pugh. So in the locker room after the game, it was uh, pretty well known, I guess, amongst the players anyway, that uh, give Jerry all the credit here. He's the, he's the guy. He goes, well, what about the rest of us? Or you know, I, and, and Bowman was right next to him. 
But I guess according to Kramer went back to him and said, hey, I watched the clip many, many, many times. It doesn't even look like you touched anyone. So I'd love to go back. I want to go I'm, after the show. I'm going to go back and watch it. But I guess he, I guess he was a little salty about it. He just. Yeah. Uh, well, can I give you some more history on Ken Bowman here? Yeah. Bart Starr. I've never seen a guttier guy than Ken Bowman. How much pain that man could tolerate was incredible. You have to be able to play with pain in the NFL, but he was something else. Now, in the Chiefs uh, Super Bowl game, he had only played four regular seasons that year. He actually separated his left shoulder in a preseason game. But Bill Curry, who was his replacement, sprained his ankle in the second quarter. This is when it was 7-7. And Lombardi said, all right, Ken, you're in. And the future Pro Bowl Hall of Fame defensive tackle Buck Buchanan was just destroying the Packers offense. Oh, no. And he outweighed Bowman by 35 pounds. Bowman held his own with a lot of cut blocks. And according to Zeke Bradkowski, the Chiefs would put Buchanan over Bowman's left injured shoulder rather than put him opposite Fuzzy Thurston. And Lombardi, this is out of his uncharacteristic of Lombardi, he praised Bowman following the game for saying, um, playing through what was a painful injury. Um, he said, Lombardi said, fortunately, the shoulder popped out only once yesterday. It was easily put back. Well, Lombardi didn't say Bowman popped his own shoulder back into place in between plays by pushing against the body of one of his teammates. Insane. Sounds like one tough son of a gun. Um, let's see. Uh, Zeke Bradkowski. Kenny was tough. He played strong. He had a shoulder harness on every game, every practice. His head and helmet didn't get along from the first day of training. Camp. What? I've, I remember this when they pick a helmet the first day. Oh yeah. And, and if it wouldn't fit right, it would be, you get be that painful. big red oh, the, mark yeah, on the your Peyton, forehead. The Peyton Manning stripe. Yeah. It would rub his forehead and he'd have blood running down what? his nose and eyes. The Did they have pads in those? Things? I don't know. The skin would come off the knuckles of his hands and he'd have to tape his fingers up every Sunday and sometimes in practice too. He was also the Packers players rep from 69 mm -hmm. until 74. Um, I probably met him in the parking lot when probably, they were on strike in yeah. 74. Uh, lived in the Tucson area for the last 30 years. Funeral arrangements are pending. Rest in peace, Ken Bowman, Packers legend. And uh, Terry in Ashwaubenon, a text from earlier in the day. He had said uh, when he was a kid, Ken gave him a 1967 team autograph Packer football. Hey, how about that? And he says, rest in peace, Ken. That's Terry Anashwabanon. What year was that? Did he say? Uh, he said when he was a kid. He didn't say what year, but he was given a 67-team autograph football. Oh, got it. Okay. Uh, Let got, us know what year that was, Terry. I got this. I got breaking news, Leo. Breaking news brought to you by Northside and Kruger's True Value Hardware. Here's Balky. Christian Watson practiced today. No way. Christian Watson is practicing on a Wednesday, people. What is the world coming to? That sound is a shriek coming from the city of Chicago. Christian <gasps> <laughs> Watson. Yeah, it's oh, going to be bad man. for the Bears if Watson plays, so hopefully he can stay healthy until then. That will complete our show today. I want to thank um, Peter Bukowski. I want to thank Mike Leone. Tomorrow we're going to talk with Ty Windish about that Bucks pacers game tonight, which you can hear in WHBY in just a couple hours. Uh, we'll also talk to Andy Fleck about Marquette and Seton Hall. We they will. get it on on Saturday. Nemus Craft Beer Indie Band. Uh, Leo's going to take on a listener. Hopefully, you can uh, you can keep the streak alive. No, I, you lost last. week. I've been getting my butt whooped right, the last okay. three weeks. Although uh, I was uh, given the victory after last week. You were not given the victory. <laughs> Tailgate talk also coming up when uh, Richard from Nemus Southside Market visits. Uh, so it's going to be a great show. 
Happy birthday. Last one of the day here. And this is probably one that you do not know. No. Uh, I would guess. Um, Sounds kind of uh, relaxing. Yeah, this is, well, I mean, this is the War on Drugs. Or I should just say War on Drugs is the name of the band. Kurt Vile is the singer, songwriter, multi-instrumentalist, record producer. He's known for his solo work. Uh, which is released under the name Kurt Vile and the Violators, and he was the former lead guitarist of the rock band The War on Drugs. Um, this is An Ocean Between the Waves by The War on Drugs. Really good song, but it's super long. I tried to play it early so we could, because it really gets going about three minutes in. It's like a seven minute song. We won't get to hear it. But you will get to hear Drew and KB here, Leo. Yep, they are up next. We hope you have a great rest of your day, Fox Cities. We'll chat with you tomorrow. I'm in my finest